Karen O. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seth Picture Music on Tuesdays. This was not on last week, so if I'm not mistaken, this is an addition to this week. Yes, I removed Kesha and I put on the yeah, yeah, yes. Good choice. Remember that Santi Gold lady that was big for a minute? I do. She opened up for the Chili Peppers years ago. Santi Gold? Yeah. Santi Gold. She was like an M- kind of MIA kind of sound. She had, what was her song? Uh, Desperate Youth. You're just saying that because that's most played on Spotify. It is. She had a song with Beastie Boys, Don't Play No Game That I Can't Win. Oh. Are we about to go down the Santi Gold rabbit hole? No. Coming up this weekend. Actually, they have a lineup that John's going to tell you in a second. She's still touring, it looks like. You're interested. This was off the Beastie Boys' last studio album, Hot Sauce Committee Part 2. R.I.P. MCA. Favor or something? What do you mean, do they owe her What's a favor? happening? They, they had a collab. Why'd they record it in the, like, it sounds like the trunk of a car. The, the BC Boys employed some very interesting sound effects, some of them muffled. Okay? The uh, production of Mario Caldado cannot be denied. Mario, man, he was having an off day. Oh. I didn't know muffled was in. Muffled is in. Some of the, you know, you want everything crisp and in your ear? No. Sometimes you, you got to work for the sound. I'm a crisp man. I didn't know there was a, a place where there's, where there's you know, sorry. Sometimes you want a guy wrapping it into a microphone, and then some, sometimes you want a guy going like, hey, I'm wrapping away from the microphone because I'm kind of mysterious. I get delirious. I get serious like satellite radio. I'm muffled like a lady is sitting on my face and drowning out the stereo. Her big fat thighs around my face can't make me hear the bass of the treble. I'm on the level. I'm wrapping into a cup like my name was Bane. You know, and then sometimes you want someone rapping directly, abruptly into your ear. Hello, I am rapping right at you. Your eye muffles way better. See? Anything that I can understand now, I'm not listening to anymore. Exactly. See, now that's the next wave of music. Music music you can't even understand. Only Santa Gold and the Beastie Boys from here on out. Like, why did they skip the mastering session on this song? <laughs> why, why is he crapping on my favorite this band's guy, art? Hey, it's me. Hey, I'm the Beastie Boy. I'm back here on the song. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not feeling that. It's weird, right? He's very in the background. Yeah, it's just yeah. They want to let Santi Gold have front and center because they're gentlemen. They're very, very chivalrous. Anyway, let's get to John's joints. Stop assassinating my sacred cows. John's joints, of course, every single day around 4 o'clock where John reads news stories. I attempt 
to obfuscate the entire situation because obfuscation is a high priority of mine by playing lullaby versions of popular songs. If you can identify those three songs after answering a question about John's joints, oh my gosh, you've got yourself tickets to one of our uh, great events that we have, I believe, the Dirty Heads and 311. Uh, yes, the um, 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 the Triple Threat Monster Jam at Amelie Arena, mm. which actually looks pretty cool. It's not like the huge jumps. They do like the freestyle where like they hop around on the back wheels and like yeah. I think they race ATVs at one point and then they race like smaller trucks. So it's something different from the normal big show you see at uh at the big spot. Up for grabs and John's Joints brought to you by Matt Beach Dive Bar. Let's light up another one. Let's light up another <laughs> Let's light up another one. It's John's Joints. <laughs> Only on 102.5 The Bone. John's Joints being brought to you by the Mad Beach Dive Bar. Uh, it is right on Madeira Beach, Madeira Way, right there uh, across from the public parking. Uh, it is my favorite spot to hang out. I don't go out a lot. Uh, there's a few places I really love, and Dive Beach is uh, Mad, Mad Beach Dive Bar. <laughs> dive uh, Beach Mad Bar. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, I, I cannot focus when, like... When well, we're well, trying we're to get pens it's and my papers. AD, yeah, my ADD is like, or maybe it's FOMO or some other disease that I have. All we're doing is trying to get pen and paper. I that's know. all. Yeah, it's, we're just trying some communication over here, John. You got to be a GD professional I'm, and carry I'm, on. That is not. If we're humping each other and having a live sex show, you still got to deliver the joints. This never started bothering before Alice. Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, then I used to just have my life and the show in my mind. Now I've got the life, Alice, and the show. Uh, this weekend, some big shows. Skunk Ape will be at Mad Beach Dive Bar. And on Saturday, an awesome group, SoFlow, with Gary Dredd from The Movement. Tickets are only 5 bucks, so get your tickets now uh, or at the door. Uh, check them out on social media. They also have a brand-new full menu. And tell Will and the crew there you heard about it right here on Drew Garabo Live. This first story is very... It, it's paranormal in a sense, but it also allows you to look at at the idea of what happens to us when we die. Okay, uh, is there such thing as as reincarnation? No. And it all stems around a four year old British boy who is claiming to be the reincarnation of Princess Diana. Of what? Uh, he is claiming to be the reincarnation of Princess Diana. Okay, uh, all right. Okay, all right. so Billy Campbell is the son of an Australian TV personality, has been telling his parents that he's the reborn princess since he was two years old, and has even shared details of her life he'd have no way of knowing. Uh, at a very young age, around two and a half, he started referring to his two boys. David Campbell says, the dad, when asked about the boys, uh, the then two-year-old would say his sons, little Billy, and even describe the interior of the Balmoral, the queen's favorite residence, Campbell says. Uh, recently, Campbell's wife showed Billy a picture of Diana, prompting him to say, there's me as a princess. Then there was a day when the, science, when the sirens came and I wasn't a princess anymore. Come on, well, man. I mean, he doesn't need to be so vague. I'm sure he knows what's happening at this point. Doesn't he know that he's in a he's trapped in a four year old boy's? Doesn't she know she's in a four year old boy's body? Well, she I mean, can only communicate I, as a four year old boy. She can't she can't speak yeah. as the the Lady of Wales. Yeah, and I don't know how that works. Like you're still the four year like this four year old boy has to now live a life. Right. So it's not like it's Diana living her whole new life. In his body, he's living a life too. He just right. happens to be her formally, and and he can't show up at Buckingham Palace and go, "Hey, sorry about the joy ride with Dodi Al Faid. Um, here to take my rightful throne." This this is interesting because if you do believe in reincarnation, then how come other people aren't going, "Hey, I'm this person. Hey, I'm this person." You know, it's maybe they are, but most parents just go, 
You're crazy. Well, We're taking you to the psychiatrist. Well, and the thing is, too, is there's not that many famous people. So, I mean, if you're just, if you die and then you come back and you're a four-year-old, you're going to be like, oh, I used to be a guy named Bob? Like, nobody's going to care. Right. Like, we only care about this because this little kid who happens to be a reincarnation is, was Princess Diana. So, I mean, I feel like we've we've lived lives before this one. You feel, but, like... I one feel, life, like you're, you have lived one life before this one, or at least one life. Um, I think there's been a lot. Yeah, I think that. Yes, I do. Not a life like we're we're conscious like this, but I mean, there's been there's been life before. I think before we were actually born here. Is that too deep for you? Uh. So were you a specific thing here on Earth, or were you somewhere else? I don't know if it was on Earth. I'm just saying. I think that we we existed in some form before. We were here as humans. Okay. Not. Okay. You're not. What do you. F- so what you're saying, saying. Here's what I'm saying. Okay. Have you lived another life? Yes. So have you. So so this all start. <laughs> this all started with a with a birthday card that was for the mom. And it had Lady Di on it. Dear Mumsy, that's me. Happy birthday from me, and, the queen. And so he had never said anything about it until he saw his. His former self on the card. Is he British? Australian. That's kind of British. But Billy went on after seeing the card to tell his family about having a brother named John, and who Diane died has, before she was born. And Diane has a brother named John. Yes. Okay, so four-year-olds aren't crazy, are they? Uh, they can be. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, crazy people were once crazy four-year-olds. Well, I just think you have to grow into the being wild and crazy like this. I I think that we have to really we have to take him at his word. Well, probably the weirdest thing is to me is this four-year-old boy supposedly described in detail this Balamore, which was the Queen's Christmas residence, and, and supposedly explained exactly what it looked like inside. You know what we need to know? Um, Prince Charles, was that who she was married to? It is. We didn't know if he had any birthmarks on his crank, and then we, if this little guy goes, oh, yeah, he had a little birthmark there on the left right. one, then we know it's really her. So what you want to do in an official capacity is ask a four-year-old Unofficial. kid. Yeah. Be like, how did, how did, uh, okay. how did the me. prince give it to you? Excuse me. Very unofficial, first of all. Unofficial. Oh, and apparently he's not four. Apparently he's however old yeah. Diana 50-ish. was. Yeah. yeah. So you go to the little boy and you're like, can you tell us how the yeah. prince used to pound you? Oh, quite well, actually. Who are you? I'm a four-year-old child from <laughs> Australia. But you're actually Lady Di, right? Trapped inside me, yeah. So did the prince, did he have anything? Oh, he was a rascal, he was. What? You remember what he said to that lover of his, Camilla Bowles? Camilla Parker Bowles? No. He said he wished he was a tampon so that he could live inside her vagina. I'm not kidding. Look that up. Prince and, Charles said it. And you're a four-year-old. You're not an 80-year-old woman? I'm Princess Di, Lady of Wales. I am a Spencer. I don't think he talks like like Princess or an old woman. I'm her. I talk like me. No, but, he, but you're a four-year-old she little boy. Me. Right. I'm, but I'm really Lady Diana Spencer, Lady of Wales. I think there's something to it. I think there's something here also. Come yeah. on. How old's a kid? Four. Four. So basically, since the time this kid could talk, his parents have been teaching him about Lady Die. I mean, if you want, if you want to create that fabricated story, yeah. Well, I mean, I, what the real story is, he is the incarnate. Well, well, the real story is he had never knew anything about Lady Die, and then because he what saw his a, parents said that, and, and then he said, it, and then it, he saw it on a card. These are the kind of things, Drew. We have to go. Hey, what if when Xander was two, he started telling me these things? I believe him, but nobody else believes me. Right. I mean, that's why you need to sympathize with what the, these parents are going through. And you have, you, if you have a kid, you have to be on their side. I'm somewhat cynical by nature, 
And I think that his parents probably, from the time this kid could talk around 18 months, they started telling him facts about Lady Di. But what does this this actually do, though? Get some publicity. People want to be famous. I I got a two-year-old who cares about Mickey Mouse. We're not doing Princess Di facts right now. That's when she turns three. And that's a weird, twisted hoax. So, hey, we're going to teach our kid all about Lady Di, and then when he gets to be about four years old, we're going to tell people that it's actually Lady Di reincarnated. Like, what kind of publicity does that get you? The guy's already on the news. I know, but like, okay, Balloon Boy. What kind of publicity did that get them? Oh, my kid's in a Mylar balloon. Ah, ah. Yeah, but this guy's on the TV every day. Like, it's not like he just needs a little bit of fame. Who, the four-year-old kid? No, the dad. He's on TV? He's a TV personality. He's a newsman. They're credible. I'm not so sure about that. Either I'll keep you abreast on any development. Please do, John. You know what? Let's get this kid on the show and give him a a safe space. Please see if we can interview his dad, the newscaster. I'll make sure when I send out the email, be like, Seth, the executive producer, has a lot of questions he wants to ask your four-year-old about Princess Charles' penis. Right. Well, I'm just, John. Well, that's the fact, Seth. There's a way to cut through the BS here, okay? And that's all I'm trying to do. Why have all these unanswered questions if we have one question that can be answered? And what if he answers it correctly? Then- then, Prince Charles is a child then molester. Let's start listening. Sorry. What? <laughs> How did yeah, that happen? You're right. Uh, Drew, you teased this a little bit ago. A New Jersey restaurant known as the Villa Italian Kitchen, Ugh. based out of Morristown, New Jersey, has a new pizza or a new side dish or whatever the hell you want to call it because this is nothing more than pizza crust. Pizza crust. What's the difference between this and breadsticks? I don't know. Somebody will tell you that there's a difference between pizza and breadsticks, but uh, it, this comes like, like if you get it by the slice, it comes like in a slice box and it's just little piece of crust, bigger piece of crust, and the box is just all filled with nothing but crust. Does, does anybody really want just the crust? Wait, is this pizza bones? Yeah. Yeah. I get, well, I mean, this is crust. Just the crust. So it comes as the whole, like, so you make your own pizza. No, yeah. you get your slice, well, a box slice, and it's just crust. And and I got to tell you, this this chain must be misguided or must be getting bad, uh, bad pub or insight from somewhere. They released a statement saying, we know that crust is everyone's favorite part of the pizza. So sk- skipping straight to selling pizza crust only seem like the perfect idea. I mean, he. I think the crust is the most, you know, essential part. Oh, I disagree. Wait, wait. Uh, when you say crust, do you mean like the bottom underneath the pizza, or the the end of the pizza? I mean, the, the crust? whole, the whole, the whole genesis of the pizza is the crust. No, it's not. You have nothing without the crust. And I'm not even trying to get into a pizza debate here. I'm just no. telling you, there's nothing. You have nothing without well, the crust. That's your canvas. Yeah, but you and have you can, nothing without. You have nothing with just crust. Right. You have no pizza. You've you got the more. You have bread. You've got, you've got a lot more than you if you just got a pile of cheese somewhere. Dude, you can't just melt the cheese. You need all of it. You need the whole pack. You need cheese, sauce, and dough. Yeah, and if I put, I would pick a bowl with sauce, cheese, and pepperoni Me too. before I would pick a box full of bread. Agreed. I'd eat the toppings and the cheese alone before I would eat crust alone. That's all well and good. I'm just telling you the most important part of the pizza by far is the crust. People that's don't the, even eat the crust, though, a lot of people. They just eat down to the crust like, and Nobody go goes, oh, 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 hey, this pizza, the cheese, it sucked. No, this the bread, whether it's crispy, soft, what kind of crust are you getting? Does that have a little kick to it? It is can it, make or break a pizza. Is there no, cheese can. in there? It can. I think that's what people are dissecting the most. Oh, maybe the sauce has a little bit of tang to it, but the cheese is cheese. You have to you have to spend money on the nice cheese. Well, I agree. Cheese. You got to have fresh cheese, I have right. fresh mozzarella. I get right. it. Yeah. 
I don't, you know, like to me, there's di- something different between the base of the pizza, what is under the sauce, and then what is on the end of the pizza, on the outside of the pizza. Correct. Like the under, oh. that's not really the whole crust. The crust includes everything, and I don't need that heel right yeah, there. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. That I throw away. that away. Me too. I throw that me away. Me too. I don't want that crust. Like, I'll throw away my pizza bones. Yeah. Just saying. Yep. Um, I'm not sure what side I'm on anymore. I know. Uh, it's okay. The Bagel Boss is back in the news. Uh, he is not letting his fame die quickly. Chris Morgan, the Long Island bagel shop customer whose rant went viral, has signed up for a celebrity boxing match, according to TMZ. So when Ka- when Mike Calta had him on, he was saying that he would come down and fight in the punch out. Right. I imagine that this deal is probably a little more lucrative. The five foot nothing star of Bagel Boss meltdown fame uh, told TMZ that he has signed contract with fight promoter Damon Feldman to step in the ring on September 7th in Atlantic City. He says, I don't need no training. I'm prepared. Uh, the promoter... <laughs> the, he's prepared. It, not to mention that the guy in the video threw his ass down. Like, he didn't look yeah. like he was that prepared to fight. Uh, the promoter did say uh, right now the possibility th- is that he would be fighting another YouTube sensation, Anton Dotson, who is the... Cash Me Outside guy? No, Hide your kids, hide your wife. Oh yeah, that's bad baby. I was thinking. Yeah, of. they 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 rape. They hide <laughs> your kids. They doing raping out here. Yeah, they taking your peoples, scooping them up. Boy, that is a good match if they can put that together. I'm just naturally yeah. tough. I'll whoop his ass. Morgan bragged. If he thinks he's gonna win, forget about it. I don't even know if this guy's fame is gonna last until September. I mean, have you uh-huh. seen it? He's got a he's got an Instagram. He's got a Twitter. It's the yeah. official Bagel Boss guy. I mean, is there still that much interest in him? No, his seven and a half minutes of fame are up. Yeah, he needs to do something else. Right. He needs to get in another dispute or fight somebody in the street or something so to keep it alive. Uh the second day I was done with him, yeah. and now I'm extremely done with him. Yeah. Uh, you guys are going to, Seth, you are going to hate this and wonder how in the hell it can even be real. Ooh. Burger King has rolled out a new marketing campaign in Sweden that they are saying could very well end up in the United States sooner than later. It is the 50-50 Whopper. So you order a Whopper and you have a 50-50 chance. You could get real meat or you could get the impossible meat. And the only way that you can know what you got is if you scan, there's a little barcode on your box, and you scan that on their website, and it will tell you whether you got Impossible Burger or Real Burger. (laughs) Burger King, they take some big swings in an effort to hit one out of the park. I don't know if this is a, a caught foul tip for a third strike or a home run. Well, this is dumber than the what was it the Halloween black bun that they were rolling out a couple of well, years ago and people were freaking out about it. Here's I love it. You know, support them for trying to get people to think you can't tell the difference. But I would say it seems like a bad look because if you remember a couple months ago or last month, just uh, there was a a Burger King in New York who was serving meat whoppers to people that thought they were getting Impossible Burgers for like a week. So you right. would think that you'd want to just kind of stay away from the idea of of getting the two mixed up, so this but they're is hap- embracing it. This is happening at all Burger King? No, no, no. This is happening in Sweden under a test uh, oh. this will never. This no. will never happen. No. This will never, ever happen here. I, in America? I, uh, never, never. Never. I almost want to go to Sweden so I can have that experience of going, I'll take your 50-50 Whopper challenge, please. They go, okay, here you go. I mean- that challenge could work for a guy like John that could go either way on it, yeah. but I think for the majority well, of people that are looking to get an Impossible Burger, they don't want real meat, well, it's, so they don't want to play that 50-50 game. It's uh-uh. becoming very clear that these you know, meat substitutes are not specifically or even just you know, 
going towards vegetarians. Like they want people yeah. who eat meat to start looking at other options. Hey, have the Impossible Whoppers come here yet? Yeah, yeah. They have? Yeah, no, yeah. Impossible Whoppers are everywhere now. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I I would make that an option. I, I like the Impossible Burger and I feel better about eating it. I'm not, you know, I'm certainly not a member of PETA. I'll eat meat, but I, I don't like morally, I like animals and I'm I'm having a hard time reconciling as I get older the desire to eat animals anymore. I was telling you that earlier. I've been obsessing about it. Then yeah. it was really that that video, that viral video of the guy playing the saxophone for the cows that like has me shook and I've been thinking about it ever since that like I love I really truly love animals and to think that I have to murder them to eat is it's kind of been weighing on me as well. Well the the worst part is you don't have to murder them to eat. I know. You can buy it because someone else callously murdered them in a manufacturing plant for meat. Like you, you're detached from it. If you murdered the animal, there would at least be honor. And this is how I justify it with yeah. myself. If I were to kill my own meat, there would at least be honor in me sacrificing right. that animal for my taste. But instead, I'll plunk down uh, six dollars and forty nine cents for Publix Greenwise chicken thighs and not think twice about throwing them in the oven. But shouldn't I? Shouldn't I yeah. challenge myself to be a more compassionate human being? Do you think there's places where they don't really have grocery stores so you could pay a real man to go out and then it's like, okay, he goes, what do you want for dinner today? And you're like, okay, well, I want a pig and I want a cow. And boom, he comes home and he drops it off. Yeah, it's called a third world country. Oh, I thought it was just, well, you know, a place out west. Well, yeah, I'm sure there's butchers and stuff like that. Well, I know, you know, no, people buy- about a hunter. Oh, oh, like to hire a hunter? Yeah, like what are those things where they send uh, all the ingredients for your meal at the door and then boom, 30 minutes you got the meal. I'm just talking about the guy drops the animals off at your house and goes, hey, have a great dinner on me. So they come alive. Well, no, no, no they, they we're dead or alive. I'm just all right. Never mind. I so, had an well, idea. No, you, no, no. You'd have to have the hunter though. He'd have to kill and dress the animal for you to prepare. Like you, you wouldn't be able to 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 like dress it. Okay, I'm just letting you know. There's a there's an option out there for people if they're looking to make an extra dollar to to deliver you a chicken breast. Yes, instead of getting your food in the box, you get it the way God intended. Do you, like, if you had your own farm, you wouldn't have to do the dirty work. You'd have your farm hands do that for you. So, you know, you'd, you'd fry up some chicken on the griddle or whatever, and, and they would have the animals all processed for you. Um, we'd ha- we would we'd have a meat-free farm. You'd that- have a dairy farm? Well, we just wouldn't eat any. We wouldn't eat any of the animals. We right. just play with them, and that's the thing too. I, I, so if I were to make the decision to go like no meat, like I'm not fully aware of the situation with the milking of the cows and getting the cheese and stuff like that. Like, right. should that bother me just as much? Uh, no, they're not killing it. I mean, they're inconveniencing it greatly by tugging on its teats. Yeah, well, uh, some people like that. But yeah, I don't mind it. Uh, but uh, but but as far as uh, as hum- humane conditions go, I I would think they're okay because you don't want the milk to curdle by what, upsetting what them. What percentage of people would become um, vegetarians tomorrow? If we were forced to hunt for our own meat, a lot, a lot, half, a lot, probably. Yeah, the people wouldn't want to hunt for their own meat. Can you imagine sneaking up on a cow? How do you kill it? You kill it? You slit its throat? Ugh, I don't want to. Well, um, I would maybe do um uh, one of those darts that kind of puts them out. Oh yeah, like a, like a stun gun situation. You just yeah, from afar, and then you roll up on it, and you uh, what if, uh, what, if what if you had to put one right in his, right between his eyes? Like what if you had to go no, up with that thing, no. like in uh, like in the movie It? Uh, uh, you had to do him right between his eyes. No, like, you couldn't do a cow no, between no, his God, eyes, right? No. no, I would. I would probably. I'm sitting here saying I'm battling with it now, right. not having to do anything. So if I had to kill it myself, I'm pretty sure that I'd be I'd be vegan of, of, of some sort. Me too. Either that, or I'd have to get myself into character, like I was putting a ma- like it was a mob hit or something. I'd be like, "I'm gonna tell you something, Blessy. 
I heard you when running your mouth to all them other cows about what me and Mrs. Farmer are doing in that house. I don't like the way you're looking at me, Bessie. I don't like the way you're looking at me at all. You think we could do like a vegan bro challenge? Like who eats meat first? Yeah. When do you want to start? Probably Monday. Okay. I just picked up some bacon last night. Yeah, so. I was going to say, I got meat in my fridge that I got to get rid of. So, okay, so starting Monday, we'll do a vegan bro challenge. Okay. You in? Yeah. Wait, vegan means no fish. Vegan means no fish, no dairy, no no eggs. I mean, this would be, vegan to me hold makes on, it more extreme. On. Why don't you go vegetarian? Yeah, come on, let's not go, let's not go like crazy. The vegan stuff is just. It's tough. Yeah. But it also sends a message to the animals. Well, we're, we're, also, we're not eating animals. We're, we're extracting good, nutritious stuff from their bodies. We're just not eating their bodies. Right. We're keeping them alive so that they can produce more stuff vegetarian. for us. Vegetarian. Yeah. Veg- Pe- pescatarian. See, now that, you know. No, pe- no, you can't give you fish. Why? Can't what is- give you fish? No. Yeah, I mean, I pescatarian fish. is not vegetarian. But, I mean, it kind of is because these are, these are just animals that swim. Okay, so it sounds like you don't want to be involved all in right, this challenge. All right, vegetarian. All right, loser- the loser has to shave their whole body and head on the air. That's a deal. Okay. I'll do it. I got to raise. Can I leave two. my beard? I got to take the yeah. beard, too. No, you, you, you can leave. Yeah. Beard. I'll shave my head and my entire body. All right. And the beard, everything. Oh, no, so no, he can shave. Leave, no, he can leave the beard. No. I want to be very smooth all over. <laughs> I would like to keep the beard, but if that's Dude, not- Dude, are you afraid of losing? Why don't you just win? That's true. Yeah, just when. That's true. And then we don't have any problems. Okay. Beard's negotiable. That's true. But, but for my, sh- yeah, my birthday, my mom got me one of those uh, back shavers where you-, you Oh, nice. Like, uh, you, you can like- Oh, bend. really? Yeah. Like you, you can- Are you using it? Well, I mean, not right now, but yeah, well, I'm going to use it in general. Have you used it? Not yet, no. Let me get that. Let me get first use. Okay. Before I use it, I'll bring it in tomorrow. You can use it. Yeah, because I've wanted to ask Phoebe for so long, but every time I go to ask her to shave my back, she looks stressed out. I don't want her to yell at me and then to hate yeah. hate me for marrying a guy who's hairy. So you when, need to go to professional. Yeah. When's the last time you you shaved down? Because I don't want you ruining my razor on the first um, try. Like I want to get that thing back and it's all broken. It's been probably um a couple months. <laughs> Dude, can I tell you if I had any razor product ever, and you told me rate every human being you've ever met on a scale of who's the most likely that you would lend this razor to, Seth Kushner's the last person on that list. Why is that? Because you are uh, you are the, the hairiest. hairiest man I've ever known. I am very hairy, but the, I'm not disgusting. Well, I, it's I, not. I, still, I didn't say you're I, disgusting. No one's, no one's throwing Dude, around words like I'm disgusting st- or grotesque or like I'm you still, know, repulsive. I still have feelings, and I'm still a human. No, we, we, we're not trying yeah. to dehumanize you. You're just a very hairy human. Yeah. Dude, but, it, you know what? If aliens didn't have sex with monkeys, then I wouldn't be like this, okay? Like I That's said, why I'm hairy. You're only fit for professionals. Like, no loved one of yours or even you yourself should ever have to deal with the hair on your body. What do you John, there's not a professional place that shaves yes, the back. There most certainly is. No, there's not. Dude, you can go right up the road to uh, Uptown Barber Bar. They'll give you a uh, manzillion, do your whole body, taint and everything. Well, John, you can I just borrow my. You can borrow mine. Yeah, I'll borrow that. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, just... You'll be fine. I'll you soak it in that little uh, barbicide. Oh, yeah, yeah. the, the, the yeah. barbicide stuff? Yeah, yeah. Don't I don't do have that. any of it, don't but I'll that. tell you that. Oh, no, good. Yeah. Thank you. Don't yeah. do that. Don't do that. Well, I mean, I, 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 I mean, it was a gift from your mom. I know, but we more. It, it was, was like, a joke gift, and your mom knows that I'm hairy, too. Oh, it's no joke. I need. I got some areas that I need to reach, and it, I had a girlfriend now, so I got to yeah. trim up. You know what I'm saying? Like I Now when I know I'm going to see her, it's like, all right, we got to really- uh, and as somebody who shaved Drew's back before, like Thank it's you, not just one swipe and like you're good. This is something you need a lot of time with. So okay, that's uh, I can only imagine what yours is like, Seth. Well, um, if you think you need a lot of times with, with Drew's back, then you would have to just retire if you did mine. Okay, 
right. Uh, and quickly uh, to wrap up the joints, uh, North Korea came out this morning and said that they uh, they're very upset with the upcoming U.S. South Korean military drills and are being forced to rethink whether they will stop their nuclear program. And uh, they're looking to continue their normal summertime schedule, which means potential nuclear tests. Nuclear. Nuclear tests. Nuclear. Nuclear tests. Thank you. Uh, coming up in the in the next couple months. You know this Kim Jong Un. He's, he's high maintenance. He's just a high maintenance. He's extra. Every time we think everything's good, they meet over there and what the the DMZ. Yeah. And their best buddies taking pictures. And now, oh, we don't know. We're sad again. Yeah. Despite the seeming uh, mini breakthrough that there has been, there has actually been no breakthrough and no <laughs> progress. Uh, North Korea wants widespread relief from the harsh U.S. led sanctions in return for pledging to give up uh, the nuclear. We- Nuclear weapons, Nuclear. and uh, you know they're not willing to do that. So uh, they they expect to getting back to testing soon. So they think South Korea is going to invade them one day. Yeah, that's what they think. So right. they keep those weapons to protect themselves from South Korea. Right. So when they see us palling around with South Korea, they think oh, they're coming for us. Sure. So now we need to be ready. Right. So they're getting ready. Yeah, but they know that they they know they would get wiped out also if if something happened. Right, but it's uh it's gonna get murky well, and messy for everybody. And I think that honestly, their plan would be as soon as they see trouble coming, they just hit the button. That's it. And they figure if they're gonna go down, they'll take something else down with them. I, they don't want they don't want any of that. They don't they, want that, but they're ready for it. I don't. I Kim Jong Un wants to die in his own bed. Well, I read somebody said that one day. So okay, I've been, been holding on to it. Yeah. Uh, joints but all cashed out. All cashed out, courtesy of the Mad Beach Dive Bar. Get out there this weekend. If you know any of the three, uh, all three of the songs, and can answer a simple question, seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. We apologize for taking you off route uh, with our conversation about Seth's body hair and the uh, and the appropriateness of me letting him borrow my back shaver. So, are we doing the vegetarian thing yeah, on Monday? Yeah, I'm totally Monday. in. I'm totally Start in Monday. on Monday. Start and Monday. I'm not gonna lie, I think. I think I'm gonna lean more. Like, like if you want to use some cheese, you know, or whatever. But I'm gonna I'm gonna try to lean more. More vegan. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't eat a lot of cheese anyway, so that yeah. won't uh, that won't be a problem. I right. may go eggs every once in a while, okay. but uh, all right. Uh, when we come back, censoring art in the name of mental health—it's a weird move. I get it. I get what's at the root of it, but I, I don't think I like it. You like it? I love it. Ugh. It's next on Drew Garabo Live. Step up to a new truck now at Sunset Chevrolet Buick GMC in Sarasota. It's summer's biggest savings on the strongest and most dependable trucks on the road, like up to $12,000 off the 2019 Silverado. What a truck, too. A dream to drive. Tons of features. Luxurious, smooth, powerful, sleek. All of those things apply and so many more. Drive the 2019 Silverado 0% APR up to 72 months or you can lease for only $2.99 per month. That's not a lot of money for a whole lot of truck. Un- uh, advanced technology, unmatched power, and more cargo volume than any truck out there. Only at Sunset Chevrolet Buick GMC, home of guaranteed credit approval, 1800 Bay Road, Sarasota, and sunsetgm.com. Chevrolet, buy new roads for complete details. Call 844-252-1902. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.